Welcome everyone to Got Faith Japan. Hey. I'm Shank and this is not Adam. Johnny. <laughs> it's not Johnny. It's not Johnny. Where's Johnny? Where's, where's I know Johnny? actually I know where Johnny is. Johnny is in the Himalayas right now because you know there's a tiger shortage in the Himalayas. Mm. And so he's in the Himalayan mountains right now jerking off tigers <laughs> so that he can artificially inseminate female tigers, which are these tigeresses later, so that there could be a, 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 a balanced population of tigers. That's what I'm thinking, but uh yeah, Johnny's not with us this week. We got Adam G with us. We're gonna talk about some stuff. We're gonna get deep. Get spacey. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is pretty much a Got Faded Japan Stories episode number seven to kind of take care of things while Johnny's not with us while he's doing something to tigers up in the Himalayan mountains and hopefully chanting while he's doing it. Um, but uh, yeah, this week we decided to go deep, deep into out of out of our normal existence, out of the physical world, and into the metaphysical. And just as an intro, um, if you have listened to the show before, especially the specials like Got Faith Japan Stories, you would know Adam Three. He was on with DJ Modality for the the uh, DJ DJing in Tokyo That's and music right. in Japan right. episode. So you've yeah. been on the show before, bro. Yeah, last time we talked uh, DJ stuff. We talked a lot about yeah. DJ stuff, different clubs, how, how different crowds and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, people liked it, man. People yeah, liked it. Could I plug? Could I plug? This Friday we'll play at uh, Belarus. Velour's Inishiazabu, so come check us out. You also, can always plug. DJ Markey on Saturday. DJ Markey, where, where's that going to be at? It's going to be at 06S at Womb. Um, I have no oh, reason yeah. to proselytize or advertise. I'm just saying that he's my number one favorite DJ in the world. DJ Markey. Three hours said. Three hours said. No, wait, it's going to suck. Don't go. Stay home. I want the dance floor to myself. <laughs> you just want to be in the middle of the dance floor, like Give me taking room. it all in <laughs> while probably like. Dude, meditating, right? Uh, music is a trip. If you it's, could a just trip. Like it's a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how I want to start off the show because we're going right. to talk about. Oh yeah, we have to start the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> Um, is, it, is it okay? So like, just it's my first time, man. Sorry, dude, it's this, my first time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, it's my first time just now meditating with you. I've never meditated before in my life. Um. And you and I were just <laughs> meditating, and I have to say, it was like a trippy thing when our voices harmonized mm. together. I've mm. never harmonized my voice with the. I, I can't sing. I've never mm. harmonized the song. Uh. I've never heard like my voice in another sound harmonized before oh really you know like match each other like that yeah. before it's that was deep dude yeah i gotta say yeah so you do a lot of meditation well i've been meditating consciously for about 13 years 13 up 13 years so I, when, you, when you sit down to meditate you sit down with like a plan to meditate or uh, you just or you incorporate into your regular schedule and you just meditate whenever well the, i think maybe to to explain that the goal or the the goal of meditation is to quiet the mind because the mind is always talking. There's always these voices in our head telling us wh what to do or what to think or what we can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. uh, and meditation, the goal of that is just to shut those voices up for a while and experience experience being. That was the last time I had a psychedelic experience. That was actually one thing. I made a list of three things that I needed to do with my life. Which I know it sounds like hippie-ish wow. and stuff. And one of them was quiet time. Because mm. I never stop taking things in. I'm mm. always on my phone or on a computer or listening to music yeah. or listening to a podcast. Like, I'm always taking in mm. information, but mm. I never mm. just stop and reflect on everything I've taken in. Most people focus on outside. Like, other people's 
or blaming other people. And the more you focus outside, the less power you have. Because, for example, if you blame someone for your, for if you blame someone like I can't be happy because of this or that or that person, then that person has control over your happiness. The more responsibility. So that Chuck we, in marketing is trying to take the manager's position. It's all his fault. I didn't become manager. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he's taking. Yeah. the power from me to become yeah. whatever it is, set, achieve my goals. I guess so. Well, that's Something. what they say, and I think it makes sense. But that, that is actually, I mean, just dumping into deep end, that's the number one most complicated thing, uh, difficult for people to digest, is that we actually have complete power and control over our lives. But more on that later. But mostly, mo <laughs> but most of that, so <laughs> for you, meditation is one of those ways to get a grip on that. On your life to to control your own life. Oh, Medi to... Meditation's everything. Okay, I know that you're and heavy into nothing. meditation. I mean, it's I know nothing. I've always known it, and like you know, I I do do I have done uh, breathing exercises. I do yoga. Yeah. And I'll do like a forty minute yoga set. Yeah. And like the at the last ten minutes of it, of it minutes of it, I'll be like laying prone, just doing mm. like nasal breathing, deep nasal breathing, which is I guess kind of a meditation, mm -hmm. but it's not the same as when I was just with you and we were harmonizing and our voices were getting lower and yeah. lower. And even when our voices were very quiet, it was the same volume in my head. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like the resonance yeah. was still there. Yeah. And I almost at one point laughed, dude, because it was like, <laughs> yeah, I never too. <laughs> experienced it before. Yeah, man. It, was it was good. Trippy, dude. It was good. Trippy. It's the matrix. So, into the matrix. The, so you said 13 years ago you started meditating. Uh, yeah, around the turn of the millennium. So that's how you really got into kind of more metaphysical or space. I mean, I, it, the spacey stuff, dude. I like spacewalking. I like spacewalking. Yeah. So we're not, it's not a derogatory term. Spacey <laughs> stuff is fucking spacey yeah. stuff, man. Uh. Um, you told me one time that you can lucid dream. I've heard of lucid dreaming. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, there's a That's a lot of fun. Lucid dreaming is great fun. I saw this, there, I've heard two different sides of the story. I've heard that lucid dreaming is just people going inside their own psyche, but I've also heard other people say lucid dreaming is like a gateway to astral projecting where you leave your own body. Like you sometimes can leave your own body. But they're two separate things. Okay, okay. They are two separate things. Can you explain the lucid dreaming part? Because well, you do the lucid dreaming, right? Lucid dreaming is uh, when you're having a dream and mm -hmm. you're, you're asleep in your bed and you're consciously aware that you are in a dream. So that's basically what that is. I, I do that. I do that a lot because mm. I'm actually, a, I, I dream a lot. I've always dreamed. When I was mm. a child, I had nightmares every night, like yeah. panic nightmares. And then yeah. gradually over time. And actually, I had one year yeah. where I fell off the same crumbling bridge every night for a year. Every night. I had the same recurring dream mm. where the, this giant bridge in Spokane yeah. near where I lived, it was a yeah. giant train bridge, so it was really high, a couple hundred feet high. Uh. And I'd be walking across it, and when I got to the middle, it would start crumbling. Oh. And I'd try to run, but I'd just be running on air. Oh. And then eventually I'd start to fall to my death, but always before I died. How old were you? I was in high school at this time, maybe like around 15, 16. I had it for oh. more than a year, the same dream every night. Yeah. And then in one day the dream left me and I never had it again, but I still remember uh, it. But I didn't have, and I knew I was dreaming, but I never had control in my dream. Mm. In lucid dreaming, can you control what you do? It's awesome. It's basically as awake and conscious as you're like, I'm standing here, I would like to walk over there. And you, and you go, you get and go. Lucid dreaming is that you, I think that the thing that tingles people's imagination is that 
in the dream state, when you want to have something, you don't get up and go to it. You simply attract things to you. Like so you if you conjure it. Yeah, you see you like turntable over there. And in the dream, you're like, I would like to observe that more closely. You just bring it to you. You actually don't move. So the turntable just comes to you. Everything it's like, comes like and that. It's, and we're not yeah. talking about like sliding across the ground because there is no ground. Uh, and things just expand and expand. But yeah, I guess basically to help uh, viewers out who would like to lucid dream, I'll go through a few different techniques. And I realized actually a lot of what we we're talking about today is could be considered blasphemy by some, but it's actually sorcery. It's actually wizardry. Mm. As ironic as that sounds, it actually, a lot of it is. We touch upon the, the wizards out there. Anyway, lucid dreaming. Uh, one technique is a uh, light go. switch in a room. If you see a light switch, try to flick it, and they won't work. Light switches never work. Usually electronics don't work. Another one is try to read. If you get paper, try to read the letters, and the, you can't read in dreams. The letters will move and shift and jump, and, bloop, and they'll uh. get up and jump off the page. Um, but the... Oh yeah, sorry, one more, two more, Merlin's technique, mm -hmm. you know Merlin, the, the wizard, uh, his right. technique is look at your hands. This I found very, very difficult, but there are techniques to achieve this, like look at your hands before you go to sleep or tell yourself to look at your hands. So when you're in your dream... Picture your hands while you're starting to fall asleep. Yeah, and, and you look down going. and you see your hands and when you see them, you know, you just know you're in a dream. But I found that technique, it took me years to get that. The easiest way I have found to lucid dream mm -hmm. is... And I didn't find some books, I just found it by myself. But uh, meditate before going to sleep, at least 30 minutes. And okay. as soon as you wake up, meditate. And after a couple, if you can keep this up a couple days, you'll just find that because meditation, you're consciously going to these other realms, uh, other states of consciousness when you meditate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what dreaming is. You're in a different, you're in an altered state of consciousness. So in other words, those, those, the meditation before sleep and the meditation after sleep acts as kind of a bridge in Absolutely. between reality yeah. and yeah. that plane, that yeah. plane of if your mind or of, of your imagination or whatever it is. I don't actually know why, and yeah. I don't actually know how it works. How I don't actually, but I just know it does. Because I found that I, with meditating, before going to sleep and waking up, that in my dreams I just found, I was like, hey, I'm in a dream. And I would, I would do like stages, there's sagas to my lucid dreaming, like usually like first thing, okay, I want to fly, fly around the seat. But then I started getting curious, like I've always gone above the earth. Am I talking too much? Oh, no, I, can I go into <laughs> the earth? Like, no, 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 because yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we want to hear, you know, because yeah. like I've, I've had dreams where I could control some things in the dream, but I can't mm. control the environment of that. For example, I could mm. think in my dream like, okay, I'm talking to this, per this person, but I want to talk to this person. Mm. And I can control it a little bit, but I can't change the whole environment of the dream. Mm. Like, because I, well, I don't have the skills or maybe I'm something in me I'm frightened like I don't know what it is in my dream for some reason I don't have the I sometimes I can be aware or I can make some minor controls but I can't control freely I can't like imagine something or I can't fly for example oh. um, so so you're in how about what what can we do right before we fall asleep meditation is one thing mm. or while you're laying in bed will you think to yourself okay tonight I want a lucid dream tonight I want a lucid dream uh, one thing I'd like to say before, before going to sleep, that here I am, I sound so cocky, like, I know everything, and listen to me, I gotta tell you something. Truth is, I know what I know, and I don't know everything. That's one thing I realized. I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just um, 
saying what I've learned in my personal experience, but most people when they go to sleep review the things they didn't like about the day. But as soon as you go to sleep, the door shuts and you're in subconscious for eight hours mm -hmm. and whatever you think when you go into that room, the program sets on repeat for eight hours and people wonder why they wake up like, oh, I gotta go to work and I gotta, I gotta do this. And the best thing to do, I have found, and this is a little bit crazy, actually a lot of the things I'm gonna talk about may sound crazy, but <laughs> before you go to sleep, try this. When you're going to sleep, repeat, I feel great, I feel great, I feel great. And you wake up and you will feel like a, I tried this, I'm like, no, I, I did. A healthy dose of skepticism I'm like but I'll give it a try I try anything and I woke yeah, up I was yeah, like yeah. I didn't I, even know why I do <laughs> I do think I that you have something there because I do think that you pointed it out and maybe most people don't notice this about themselves and I don't notice it about myself but at the end of the day you do really kind of go through your regrets of the day like, oh, why didn't I mm. say this? Or, oh, I should have gotten this done today. Mm. Or like, oh, why, what was up with that dude on the train? And you kind of, it's, we, oh, we do guy. tend to, <laughs> we do tend to think slightly negatively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I was younger, sometimes I'd fantasize about women or I'd think about like when something you were awesome. Yeah, when I was in high school or something. <laughs> Not recently. Or things that were awesome that I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. But I guess that the older you get, the more you get stuck into that routine of life. Uh, and you start to reflect on negative things like conform. instead I'll think like man I should have gotten that thing done how oh, I forgot to send that fucking email yeah. god damn it dude you know like I how, why did I spend that much money last night uh, you know that's, that's like, your parents talking that's the programs because we all run in these programs and and parents and teachers have responsibility to install correct programming so in in but just this like you know I've actually was I was there's religions in Japan a lot of religions and I've been reading about mm. the Seicho no Ie. Religion scares and, me. And the, it's considered one of the new religions, but it's not like Buddhism or Christianity or something. It's what it is. It was uh, one guy, the, he kind of put together, Taniguchi, he mm. put together a religion based on various religions and is a bit on Christianity, a bit on Buddhism, mm. um, a bit on Confucianism or Taoism. Mm. And kind of put together good. But one major, one major part, and we'll maybe come back to this later, mm. is uh, that you do a, a mantra in the morning. Mm, when you yeah. wake up, first thing you yeah. do is a mantra. Yeah, and the yeah, mantra yeah. is one part of it that I don't really agree with is you respect your, you, you give respect to your ancestors, especially uh, your parents yeah. and grandparents. But I know some parents and grandparents that are fucking cunts. Mm. So I don't know if I can agree with that part. But the other part is you positively talk about how your day is going to be. Mm. And it doesn't mean like I'm going to do this and do this. It means. Oh, I you, see where you're going with this. It's, you, you, I see. You I make, know where he's going with this. You make positive comments about your upcoming yeah. day. Yeah. And that's why you're supposed to talk good about your ancestors to begin with and then yeah. make positive comments about your day. Yeah. And it's a 20 minute mantra for yeah. most people. And you do it in a meditative position, in your hands are positioned, in you front of that? your mouth. No, the Seicho no Iye ah, people. I did right? something a, like that. It's a core, and you breathe <laughs> through your hands. Oh, to to kind of it's it's supposed to help focus the energy oh. and help you to 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 bring out the positivity out of yourself. Mm. So a lot of Seicho Nuye people that I read about, yeah. and including my girlfriend's mother as well, she's mm. telling me about this as well. Was the your uh, girlfriend's in it? 
Not her, not oh. her, but, well, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know if she wants me to say that, but. Edit. But at any rate, that, that she wakes up every morning and does a mantra, yeah. and, and she's not necessarily, she's successful, but she's also a very happy person. Yeah. Because she starts every day with positivity. Yeah. So what you're saying is also with the sleep, not just your day, but with your night, you can use these techniques to like bring positivity to your sleeping and enhance your lucid dreaming and I would like to cut and just talk about the strangest secret tell me about do it do you dude. know what the strangest tell me about it. the strangest secret in the world is it's ladies and gentlemen do you know the, the, okay a few years ago a dvd came out called the secret i remember that it was like a big thing in hollywood and tv and it was so maybe even, I mean, even, even oprah Oprah talked about that shit. Even, even the name is Oprah's like the secret because everyone wants to know a secret, right? And yeah. it's, but I think it served its purpose because it, it basically, I feel bad. Well, t let's tie this into Japan because I come from the east coast of Canada, which is predominantly uh, Christian, white society that, wasp, doesn't, wasp that doesn't get a chance to experience a uh, different culture and a different way of life. When I came to Japan, I was judging everything. That's wrong. That's wrong. Because my Christian upbringing. And that's we have, wrong, and we have like wrong. this sense of guilt, Christian guilt, man. It's so deep. I went to I went to Sunday mm. school for thirteen years mm. religiously, and like that guilt, like that's yeah. wrong, and like I did something wrong. Yeah. Everything's about the wrong. But the the irony is that. Canada's been around for 200 years. Japan's mm -hmm. been around for 3,000. How could a culture 15 times as, as old as my own be wrong? I'm I like, know, I'm like, Wait a I'm like, like six, let me think about that for you a little six year old, I'm a grown man. <laughs> Who are you yeah. telling me what to do, little boy? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, well, we you grow, haven't even developed. Grow, and like yeah. step by step by step. One by day step. you'll know, but yeah. you're still an infant. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, um, manifesting is the, the strangest secret in the world. The strangest secret in the world is what you think about, you're attracting. What you think is what you become. So, for example, mm. uh, the law of attraction is just recently being talked about, but it's the same as the law of gravity. Well, it's not the same, it's a different law. But, for example, if you throw a stone into the air, it doesn't matter if you're male female, it doesn't matter what country you come from, you could come from Scotland, Zimbabwe, it doesn't matter what you believe, mm. if you throw a rock in the air, it's going to come back down. Oh. The same is true for the laws of attraction, is what you're focusing on, what you think about, is what you're attracting. So you, we have to manage our thoughts, because our thoughts dictate our emotions, our emotions is, is the generator the power that attracts what you want into your life. Can you give me an example of this? Sure. Like, okay, here's yeah. one. Okay, here's one. Think, uh, please do this at home as well. It's a lot of fun. All think right. of something right. that you wish. Don't tell me what it is or anything. Just think of a wish. Like, I wish this was true. Okay, you got one? Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 I, got, I think I got you one. You got one? Okay. So, uh, you feel how it is to wish this. Now, just, you have to, um... It doesn't have to be something I want, like a material thing. It, a wish. Be, it could be anything. It could be anything. anything. Just, anything, just right? a wish, right? A okay. wish, okay. Okay, I got one. Wish, got for, one. wish for something. Now, and you kind of have to play a game inside, and the game is, without the shadow of a doubt, shift the wish to, I wish this was true, to, I know, I know without the shadow of a doubt, this will manifest. 
and immediately voices come in and say, but you can't or... Uh, I, can't. I immediately felt that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I'm lying or something. Right, or... right. What you, the trick is, and this is where meditation comes in handy, is to shut the voices up and focus on, I know like I know without the shadow of a doubt that this is manifest. This is mine. This, this is this, truth. Yeah, the this truth. truth. My truth. Yeah. The truth for me. Mm. I don't know about you, but when I wish for something, it's, it's, it feels like it's out here somewhere. But when I shift to I know, how does it... So, for example, a lot of people say, well, I just want a million dollars. Okay, how would you feel? How would you feel if you had a million dollars? The feeling is actually what you want, not the thing. It's the feeling. So... And most important, the power that attracts it to you mm -hmm. is not the, the wish, it's the feeling of how will that feel, and then you, it's already yours. And that is the second trickiest thing. When you do this process, mm -hmm. it's yours instantly. There so, is no time delay. So, so in other words, like, once tricky. I can make myself believe that that... Maybe okay. Going back to the million dollars, that that I'm an, I want the happiness of having a million dollars, and if I can make myself feel that happiness, it's like I have a million dollars. Well, how would you feel if you had a million dollars? I I'd feel secure. I'd yeah, feel, I, I, I think secure. I would feel safe. I, I think I would yeah. feel sa security is one one. Uh, another thing is is uh, I would I would feel relieved of some worry. Because like, okay, I don't have to worry about my son's college tuition. Mm. He, he can go to school. He can educate wow. himself as far as he wants. Yeah. He can be a, a doctor. Yeah. So like, that's like a bit, that would be a big, big stress yeah. out of my life, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I think, I think that's probably what I feel. Security in that, like, yeah. relief. Yeah. Relief. Do you want a couple more? Uh, tidbits that I've learned along the path. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. More, 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 dude. We okay. all want more. Here's another one. Here's another one. What you really, 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 really want, you will get. And the each really, ah, the, oh yeah, there's a trick. What you really, 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 really don't want, you will also get. And this is the reason why. The first really stands for thinking of an idea, like, I would like to have this. The second really is asking the universe or God or universal organizing, unconscious, conscious, intelligent Can I have this? Force or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah like, uh, universe, please cooperate with me. This is what some people call it. Dear prayer. God, please give me right, right. this give me job. This. Asking you shall receive, yeah. right? The third really is, is the other one. You must know without the shadow of a doubt that this is going to happen. And the fourth really is passion more emotion into this and then you will get it. The trick is what you really, 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 really don't want, you will also get. Because if you think about like, for example, for example, it's like I'm worrying about having like a fat ass, for example. And if I think like, wow, I've got a big fat ass and I look in the mirror and I think, wow, my ass really is big and I focus all my mind. I'm just, I mean, this is, could be anything. I'm just mm -hmm. making an example. And then I start to to change my lifestyle to make sure that I have a big ass. And it's like, yeah. see, I knew that was gonna happen. So you, you kind of create, you create your own pitfalls for yourself. We are the creators being, of our own life. So of that negativity, you know? Of positivity, that's why as Johnny said, yeah. think positive. Yeah, yeah, mm. I mean like, uh, yeah, I know, you're, like that's one reason why you don't come on the regular podcast, is because I'm too nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, just, just kidding, Dude, look at that lizard on the window. I can't, that's what I keep on staring at. If oh, that's what you're looking at. There's a lizard. There's a lizard on, on my window. 
window that keeps on moving around and I've been tripping out on it for like <laughs> two minutes, man. So if you guys are wondering why my eyes, if you're watching the video, look at it, look at it walk. It's like a fucking lizard lizard, dude. Wow. Wow, that's a tripper. I've never, have you seen a lizard in the city before? It's rare. I used to have lizards that would come. I used to teach English at a school and every Friday at about three, four o'clock, a wizard would jump on the window. No other day of the week, only Friday <laughs> and only three or four p.m. The lizard would be like, "What's I, going on? What's going on?" I, maybe he came for his like weekly lesson. Yeah, I, lesson. So. I, I saw a crazy uh, one with a crazy blue tail down in Okutama when I was there, yeah. and the tail looked like it was from a different creature, a different being. Yeah. Then the body was just like regular gray, but the tail was this crazy majestic blue yeah. that went from like aqua to a deep dark blue. And I was yeah. like, I almost want to take that tail off and take that thing with me, man. Yeah. But Cameras are good. Had to let, like, had to just let. No, it was moving. I was just like. And I, I told my boy, I'm like, did you see that tail? And he's like, yeah, I've seen that before. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, you're nine. I am a, like a 36 year old man. I have never seen that shit. You're lying, dude. You're lying. I wanted to say that, man, but I'm seeing a lizard in the city right now. It's, yes. Yeah. So, okay, okay. Go, let's go back to manifesting. Sorry. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think that a uh, lot of religions or a lot of beliefs, a lot of like whatever, fuck that structure, a lot of like things in the universe tell us that thinking positively is better than thinking negatively. Mm. It's clear. But Recently, I was watching uh, Rich Richard Dawkins. Oh, yeah. Richard Hawkins. Yeah. Hawkins. Richard and, uh, Dawkins. 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 Yeah. 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 And uh, very entertaining. It's interesting because uh, it seems to be that... Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, I just... I, I, I listen to myself and I think, what a smartass. I always talk like... I know everything, but I don't. And the more I, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know anything. But I love listening to religious debates about evolution and creationism. Stephen Dawkins is like a so unhappy man, and yeah, he has Richard to Dawkins, prove. Right? He has to prove himself, and he's at this battle. And it's funny because the the weak point of uh, scientists is arrogance, and the weak point of religious people is ignorance. But ignorance leads to arrogance, and arrogance leads to ignorance. And they're both so convinced that they are right that they're they're so passionate about what they believe, he, what they he, don't realize. That's the one thing about Richard Dawkins that I mean, I like him. Man, it is a tripper, dude. That thing just moved his head; it's tripping out. Uh, you can see it, right? Yeah. Dude, it's the craziest lizard ever. Um, is I watched it. If you want to see the real Richard Dawkins, there's a, a from like 1992. There's one on uh, a two-hour thing on YouTube, which is him, and it's it's made for kids. He's talking about the mysteries of the universe. Wow. But it's made for kids, so you hear him really just talk about science, like yeah. the basics yeah. of science. Like yeah. if you fold a paper like X many times, you're gonna go to the moon. Yeah. And it's not as many times as you would think. It's yeah. because there's exponential, and then you can flow it, fold it an infinite number of times before you're out of the, and and you're going to be out of the, out of the solar system into other galaxies and, yeah. um, but you hear him talk about religion, and he gets so emotional. He does. And, and he does. He it, really, it's almost. It's almost like a takes a, it's a step back for science when he does that. It it really does. That's that's the reason I illustrated the point of the weak points of of each structure because science does what it does is trying to find the answers for things, but science doesn't cannot find the answers for love. How do you scientifically explain an invisible powerful force that connects us all, or and we the, all benefit from it? But how do the, you scientifically explain? Love. Or on the other hand, how do you scientifically explain like just blind hate? Like 
some people like look at someone and just be like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And you're like, dude, like What did I do? Yeah. Or that person is Shut like, up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Or yeah, these these things are like, yeah, you can't measure it in science. You can yeah, measure it yeah. in in the increase of like temperature body temperature and like flushing of the face yeah. or like you can measure things, chemical endorphins released in the brain. But that's what but science does. Like science tries to find the answers why. But you can't the, the root core mm. of why you love or why you you feel anger, mm. we can't measure that, right? Well, the, scientists okay. try to explain that, but the fact is there is an energy called love. And, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, there's so much I want to say, but... No, no, and again, like we gave a disclaimer at the beginning show. that we're not, we're not, you're not uh, an expert on anything, we're not... Thanks, we're just, man. We're just... We're just <laughs> We're just people stumbling through, <laughs> stumbling through the universe right now. Exactly, you know? man. And a, trying to trying to figure out like find our foothold along the way. You know, right? That's yeah. it. That's it. So. Yeah, I mean, the reason I th I think the reason I say some of the things I say is because the world is really a strange and mysterious place, and it just seems like if anyone out there can make any sense of this and enjoy it and benefit from it, I mean, you don't have to tell anyone about it. But I mean, the the some of the techniques about manifesting. It blows okay. my mind. Can, can you can you give us blows another my mind. example of how we can manifest in our daily lives or in our in our lives in general? Yes. The w a way that you have that yes. you found easy. successful for you. Easy, easy. Okay, I'll tell you. What I'll do is I'll tell you a little story. This story is about when I lived in a city, when I, when I lived in Vancouver, and at a particular point in my life, it was an interesting moment. I had, I had a, no home and I had no friends, and I had no family at, at this particular point. I mean, I have family, I have a loving family, but I had too much pride to, to cry to them about my situation, right? I had nothing. I had no food, no money, nothing. I was okay. at complete rock bottom. And it's I was a, like... It's a deep place. It's a deep place. It was, I, I, it was yeah, it was something. I was a, So I'm like, you know what? I really need some help. So I went to the library, and I checked motivational speaking, and I'm like, you know, desperate people do desperate things. I got Anthony Robbins, right? So I take this tape home. This, okay, by the way, I'm not exaggerating. I know we have a tendency to exaggerate. This is exactly what happened. I took the tape, found a, a, tape, a cassette tape player, put it on, and, he, and Anthony Robbins said, what I want you to do is write down the house that you want to live in without limitation. Whatever wild fantasy dream you house you can imagine. Yeah, I can, have a, can I have a hot tub on the roof? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like this, like yeah, this, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, awesome. stop the tape and write it down. No, really, stop the... No, stop the tape and write it down. I'm like, okay, I stopped yeah. the tape. So I wrote down... I'll tell you this Did you story. draw a picture of the house? You're an artist. You I should. did. I just wrote down this, this crazy list because like, I was doing something else at the time. I was just So I'm like, okay, I would like to have uh, a gigantic house with a uh, painting studio, endless supply of paint, uh, acrylic and spray and oil. I would like to have a photo studio, a music studio, a, a large garage, and a Porsche 911. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I get it. Within two months... I moved in to this house and I totally forgot I wrote this down, okay? Within two months, I'm unpacking my boxes in this house. This is the true story. I'm unpacking my boxes. I totally forgot that I wrote this down because I just threw it in the, in the box, right? So I'm unpacking the boxes and I find this note and I unfold it and go, what, what the? Oh, I remember, right? And I was like, painting studio, check. Photo studio, two of them. Music studio, check. 
I got everything except the Porsche 911. I but moved it's in. Not, that wasn't part of the house. That was an item that you inserted into the house, right? I guess that was a trade. <laughs> but I'm, I'm t I mean, I have to be thankful. I have the most beautiful, loving wife that anyone could dream of that I'm so lucky to have. I, I love you, Chicago. I just have to say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I no, just no. positivity. We're doing the all positivity podcast. I, amazing, talented, unbelievably genius friends like this guy right here. What? He has a 3D printer. He's printing <laughs> things in 3D. That's pretty trippy, For dude. example. Pretty trippy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I DJ. I DJ like two, three events a week. I'm This Friday I'm playing for Lewis. Like, I can't believe the events I get played to. All these great. I'm an artist. My job is drawing and painting. Yeah, you do a lot of drawing and painting, and which I, is I get sick, paid man. for that. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. right? All these things that I'm so thankful for, I sat down and I wrote down on a piece of paper. Thank you, universe. I really like. I remember have. this is a very dramatic example, but I remember you telling me this once. We were doing some rooftop hacky sacking, and you showed me your drafting table. Yeah. And you said that you'd really wanted a really nice drafting table, but they're yeah. so expensive, like over a thousand dollars over here. And that one And you was... said that you had met you that you manifested it. Instantly. And I, and I yeah. was like, wait, how did you manifest it? So you like made it appear before your eyes, like materialize, and you're like, No, I left my house after thinking deeply about the need for a quality drafting table and you found <laughs> it on the side of the road. Yeah. I was meditating and I just visualized this drawing drafting table. And I went outside and my next door neighbors were like, we don't need this anymore. And it was just there. It was instantly, it was within like five, 10 minutes. It was like, it was just there. And I priced them. That one was over $3,000. Do you think that some people try to manifest things in their life, but, but, but because it's selfish manifestation, and I'm not saying this, yours was, I'm saying like the guy is like, I want that girl. She doesn't like me, but I want her to like me. I'll manifest that shit. Then mm. do you think that it's because of their selfishness that they don't get that? I mean, I, I found that like... You mean like, why don't you what, attract things that you... Well, I've noticed a lot of people <clears throat> that want things too much mm. tend to not get them as well. Mm. People that like, they want the job too badly. They want the girl too badly. They want the uh, that's, whatever that's, it is. That's and then the they, Buddhist philosophy. They, then they fail. They fail miserably at it. And actually, a lot of times they turn into weirdos, dude. Because they wanted that thing so badly that it crushes. You mean like... Like precious. Yeah, precious. yeah, exactly. Precious. Yeah, precious. Exactly. That character. What, what's precious. his name? It's the fucking uh, the golem. The yeah. goddamn that, fucking golem. That, is a, that character is a perfect illustration of attachment. Because the trick to manifesting is you can't cling to it. You can't, you can't, you don't own anything. In other words, you have to go at, go at it as... Like, I, I, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. But I, it, would, it would be so awesome if I had it. But I'm not going to ruin my relationships or, or do anything negative to get it. You said, go as, as soon as you cling to something, and this is the thing that really messed me up about uh, Christianity, is the whole idea of clinging to this rock. But in Buddhist philosophy, mm -hmm. the idea is, as I read this, I was in a restaurant. It was uh, Buddhist philosophy. I was reading National Geographic. And it said that the root of all suffering is attachment and holding on to things. And when I read this, across the restaurant was a baby trying to get the candy. And it was so bent on getting this candy. It was it's crying. Angry, and it's it couldn't get the candy, right? T-Rex arms are going crazy because it just can't reach it. Yeah, right? yeah. It was like, I want the candy. As soon as that baby went, huh, okay, I give up. The mother's like, okay, here's, here's the candy. And so it's all about 
letting go. It's like it's good to know what you want, but but clinging to it is is the path to the dark side. I have uh, I have noticed that I like the dark side. You, you know, like <laughs> you remember me? I I was in a dark spot like last year, mm. and uh, I got rid of more than half of my possessions. I moved, changed, moved. Really? The, I moved the studio over here to Koenji. Yeah. Moved out of right. my previous like kind of living situation. Mm. I left behind like brand new stuff that I just bought, like bed and kitchen stuff and dressers and That's armoires right. and duvets and these things. Duvets. That, yeah, but things oh, that we just lip. don't need, man. Just that yeah, we don't need. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. and, and before while my stuff was in transit, I had three days in a room with nothing. I had a, like wow. I think I had a sweatshirt for a pillow and like a, a towel for showering mm. and one bar of soap and wow. I really just had nothing for a few days and I have to say that was probably the most liberating three days I've had <laughs> in a long time, man. Ironic. I mean, without it? without without hallucinogenics or something, you know, it's it's really mm. hard to free yourself of things. Yeah. You know. Wow. And and. Huh. Now I have like a room full of things again. It's been a little more than a year, and I, granted, like I like to have things, but sometimes I still feel like, man, that was a great feeling wow. of not being attached to these things. You know, there's a cult in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Once a year, they take off all their clothes. The families take off all their clothes, throw it in the house, light the house on fire, and burn everything. Ooh, that sounds like Johnny in Detroit. That sounds like a party, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, oh, like All Hallows Eve or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah man. But it's about detaching because, like, you can't take it with you. I mean, when you when you die, and that's the thing. That's the thing is like life is a sexually transmitted terminal disease. We all got here from our parents, and we're all gonna die. So I I wonder then, then right now then you know if yeah and we are all gonna die then so I don't want to talk about the big picture of fucking like what is life or anything like that but is, is, is it bad to have like goals in life or is it bad to like strive for things because like I, I one on one hand I feel that having less is more but on the other hand I feel like having more gives me the opportunity to be a happier person to help other people around me mm. and to just like do whatever it doesn't mean that I mean there's a, there's a balance there balance but I wonder balance. is less more or is more in the hands of someone with compassion and dignity more wow that is so deep I know dude I struggle yeah. with it man like you know less I can tell you're a father man cuz like people without children don't well I mean the way you see things is uh, I mean, you have a lot of love, man. I mean, you're a hardcore mother, but you've got this side of you. It's like you're, you're a perfect balance between, like, the dark side and the light side. I do know? like to talk a lot of motherfucking shit, man. That's, that's fine. Oh, but really? At the end I didn't the, notice. At the end of the day, like, I don't want anyone to feel bad about the shit I talked, you know? Yeah. And I, I always think to myself in the back of my head, like, I made a joke about a dead baby in a fucking train sta station toilet in the podcast. I'm like, will I go to hell for that? That's my Christian guilt. And then after that, I think, is that baby crying right now wherever it is? Uh. Because it just heard me make a joke about it in a fucking toilet. And then I think, like, oh, fuck it. That baby can't hear me. It's materialized into atoms. It's just atoms, right? And then I, then I think, like, maybe... Maybe this, this beer I'm drinking right now was made from water that came from that dead baby in that toilet. Holy shit! See, this is why you just don't think so much. Yeah, yeah. So don't think about it. It's, I know. It's, so like, it's really deep to like balance it all. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like, it's like, so much. And like no, you said, I, like, I feel what you're saying because like, I would refuse to to 
convey the message that I'm a moralistic person. Well, I mean, we got a sense of morals, but I mean, there is the dark side and there is the light side. I'm not saying I'm a Satanist or an atheist or a Christian, but I would say like one way to turn a Christian atheist would be to read the Bible. Yes, yes. And we, we the actually, whole Bible, I mean, cover to cover. Have you ever read the Bible cover I to actually, cover? I actually haven't read 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 the New James Bible cover to cover because I stopped going to church when I said, okay, a little background on <laughs> me. I went to church every background. week. I went to summer camp, church summer camp, religious summer camp. Really? Until I was 13 years old. And I got wow. kicked out of Sunday school multiple times for you? questioning. No. Yeah, like, how? Because, like, dude, there's no way you're going to fit that many animals on an ark with that, that thing. You're wrecked. Oh, you can't dude. think about stuff yeah. and be religious. Yeah, so I, I used to, to question, questioning. And, mm. and then when I was in junior high, my parents said, okay, you don't have to go to church anymore, but we hope that you will. Mm. And, um, you know, if you want to go, come with us. If you don't want to go, just stay home. And I never went to church on my for myself ever again. I did, I have gone to church, like Christmas church, like church around the holidays with my family, because mm. all my family went, kind of a family thing, and then we go out for lunch afterwards. Mm. But for myself, I've never gone to church since. My parents said, you don't have to go anymore. I was like, I'm done, that's it. I, I used to go with my mother to uh, to Wesleyan Church in, uh, in Quispamsis, in the east coast of Canada. And we had this this trippy thing, like, my, my beliefs, well, I'll talk about that later, but, on the way to the church, it was very interesting because we had to drive about 45 minutes to get there. Okay. And we would always talk about something like an issue regarding regarding our family or regarding the world. Or we'd talk about something. Every single ministry that they would talk about, it seemed as though they were talking directly to us and exactly what we were talking about in the car. We And every time my mother and I would look at each other like, Wow. Do they have microphones in the in the car? Because we're just talking about that. Because they talk we like directly to us, that. and so that's why. The as far as the God, so I'll okay. I'll tell you something that nobody knows about me. Mm -hmm. Not that anyone should really care, but I'll tell you something that about myself that nobody knows, and that is when I graduated from high school, I was going to be a minister in a church, and really? I was going to go to ministry. So school. you went. You went to church. Well, frequently or religiously, I we was Bible thumper. Yeah, until all the way through high <laughs> no, school. No, yeah. All the way through high school. Because, I mean, by junior high, I dropped it. I picked up a skate. I dropped Jesus. Yeah. I threw that cross on the ground. Picked up a, <laughs> a new piece of wood. A whole different piece <laughs> of wood. I threw that wood on the ground. I picked up a new piece of wood, which was a skateboard, skateboard. with four wheels. And I got myself a shaved head and some... Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, this, this is... And it's like, like, in high I'm not going to get nailed to a board. I'm going to cruise on that board. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm cruising now. Now yeah. i got to get high, man. And then while I'm getting high, I'm like, man, I gotta meet some cool cats. Man. Yeah, man, I remember like, in the, the talking about drugs in church. They said there's no high like the Most High, Jesus Christ. So I thought about that when I was a child. I pictured Jesus like a, a conservative man with a name tag and a suit and tie, short, like clean cut a, hair, like a Mormon. Wow, was I shocked to find out that Jesus was a hippie. And he had, or he might have been a little funky, you know, with an afro. We don't know. Well, he had heavenly visions, and I'm thinking the only way I can think heavenly visions is like something in the '60s and the heavenly visions, I did, forbidden that, fruit. This is and, the burning you know, bush, burning bushes, forbidden fruits. Mm. These were the things that grabbed my attention when I was a child in Sunday mm. school. And as I got older, I mm. started to see the burning bush and see the those things sprout up around me which yeah. was probably drug culture when I was in high school you know yeah yeah and uh, because 
again, like if you're not gonna be that guy that goes to church, then and you're gonna be instead you're gonna be, might be the guy that I became with the guy at the skateboard cruising it, you mm, know, mm. like and and in that place too, you still have to find something, you know, mm. and. But an interesting yeah, thing, though, I've yeah. watching be... uh, uh, Richard Hopkins. That's what Hop I'm going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Dawkins. Yeah, and Dawkins. Um, <laughs> watching, um, watching him speak about about religion, he becomes so. I'm just observing. He becomes very, very angrier and, and bitter, and talks down to and very, very like aggressive uh, towards religion. But an interesting thing about people who believe who just, you know, swallow it up and believe. They tend to have happier lifestyles. They tend to heal a lot faster mm. from even terminal diseases because they have faith. There's something in faith that is um, very, very powerful. And, and it that, can't be described by science. It can't be measured by science. Again, well, I'm, faith, I'm like curious the about the, the scientific research into manifesting. And that's where the secret is kind of interesting because for me, okay, to see, to really understand, to prove, to believe, you have to see it to believe it. I, I believe you have to believe it to see it. But to do that, you have to accept that the signal going from your eye to your brain, you are trusting that signal is correct. When in actuality, that is the same stuff that we're made of. So what do you really, really trust? But the trusting and, and knowing is... Over to you, Ted. Yeah, well, I, I, have, I have heard these... Uh... I have heard these <laughs> theories that every time that we feel or that we express or that we hold onto something mm. is there's a chemical reaction going on in the brain that's on mm. such a, this is almost some inception shit, I know, I know, but that it goes so deep into the chemistry of the brain mm. that maybe one day scientists can figure out a way to make us feel, believe, love, hate through chemicals, right? Mm. But on the other MDMA, hand... MDMA, I think they call that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms and acid, man, dude. Think about it. Think about, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Hoff, Hoff, Hoffman? Hoffman. That he, uh. he would take a dose, like, you know, compared to us, uh. it was 30 times or something like that, mm. higher than the average dose of acid every day. Mm. Hoffman would. Every mm. day. And there was his... It was his like longevity every that day. Was, yeah, he would trip daily. But oh, I mean, yes. maybe I'm getting this well, wrong. If, if someone, if someone, if I have this wrong, but they, or he would trip often. He would trip a lot harder than we trip. Yeah. If we were doing hallucinogenics yeah. in that legal country. Where Hoffman like, is the person who discovered LSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the famous bicycle ride. Yeah, right? yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, interesting. Like, uh, I, I sometimes wonder, like, okay, so we can't these people that. Okay, religion, going back to what you're saying, religion is faith, religion right? Is faith. Okay, let's say I believe in Jesus, I believe in God, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Santa whole Trinity, the, whole tr the Holy Trinity, and then, uh, so 95% of my day, I just work for Jesus, work for God, work for everyone else, and then that 5% of my day, like, I'm calm. When I chill out, I'm calm. Mm. Because, like, I have Jesus in my heart, I'm calm. Mm. But other of us, we go out, like, all day and we work and we do these things we mm. go skateboarding and drink beers with our friends mm. and then that we go home at night and that five percent of our day we're a little bit uneasy like mm. isn't there something more in this world mm. and i think that's where religion actually has some merit is it makes the, you the feel like have good that religion 5%, right is that religion it just i mean metaphorically it sits on its ass in the terms that it doesn't challenge anything it's just like you got 
believe this and don't question it. But Jesus himself, he was a fucking rebel. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would yeah. the stuff that he did. I mean, he walked on water. Uh, yeah, who the fuck is gonna? He's I, like, fuck this gravity. Fuck you and your like surface tension. I am going to walk on water right now. He's like, I don't have web feet. I don't have feathers. But fuck that. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Sick, dude. That is that's a rebel. That's a rebel. If I've ever heard of a rebel, man. I'm gonna do it if I won't. Yeah. Shut up. He's got a big beard. You know, he's got a fish in one hand, some wine in the other. He's like fucking just rock that dead sea. You know the density is pretty solid. You're a rocket. Damn, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's just like he is the rebel. He is a rebel. Yeah. He was a rebel. That's but why they killed him. But that's the that's thing. That's why they nailed him. They're like, Jesus, shut the. They they nailed him to a cross. They but, and, and again though, he's not God though. He's the God, the Son of God, right? So like, but there wasn't at that time. A lot of people so, don't like, know. Eleven. At Beleven. that time, there were a lot of messiahs. There was a, and and um, I should have done more research and had the names of them, but there was a, a whole load of messiahs at that time. But he was the one that came out to fucking conquer. He was like the he's like the the brand. Yeah, he, he's the brand name. He was the roller derby winner. The, the brand name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because the Romans cut, you know, and they won. I mean. Yeah, yeah. We don't so need to go into to biblical say. history. So yeah. much, you to know. Say. So you're you're mentioning that you. Had planned to become a minister. So what got you off the path? Of oh ministry right, yeah, yeah. Onto the path well, of of the space tripper, the well, space no. walker, man. To an artist, I went to art school instead. Um, what happened so, was so, so art could change your. No, no, it's very walk. simple. I, um, but well, there was a lot of things that happened. But basically, I'm like, well, if I'm going to be a minister, I guess I'll have to read the Bible from cover to cover. And I got about halfway through, and I said, this is this rubbish. I'm sorry, but. The things that God did, if the whole idea, the whole concept in the Bible is that you're supposed to fear God, mm. but how do you, how do you fear something that you have to prove even exists in the beginning? Again, again, it's like, it's like, like well, it's like me going to bed every night in Seattle. I'm from Seattle, fearing that Bigfoot's gonna come in my room and crush me. If you, you don't, know, it's like, although like Jesus, uh, God is going to send you to. Burn in hell and eternity in pain and suffering, but he loves you. I don't know. I don't that know. That doesn't matter. I have any had girlfriends in my life that felt like they're putting me through hell, but might have loved me. And you felt like you were in heaven only for a like couple ten, minutes. Yeah, like a couple oh! minutes. Oh! Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I know, I know. This is this, this is a weird thing. This is why, again, like I was saying, I was kind of getting into the Seicho no Ie. But the whole time I was reading the Seicho no Ye, I was taking the good parts out of it, which is this Japanese religion, or it's kind of a, it's almost like a cult. It's, it's, there is nutrition in what we're saying. But, uh, but I was trying to take the good parts out of the religion and trying to leave the parts that I felt, because one part of it, one part of the Seicho no Ye was, what? is that no matter what your health is, you are not sick. Your body is so... It's, it's so minuscule, it's so unimportant in the whole scheme of the universe. Your body is nothing, so it doesn't matter what the disease you have, the reason why you're sick is because your mind is making you sick. Now, I could agree with that with some diseases, but like a child with cancer has fucking cancer, dude. I, I'm not gonna let any religion tell me that kid doesn't have cancer. And that it's his fault because he's mentally weak or something like that or not positive enough. Some would say past life. 
and karma. See, that's if if it if it Some specifically say, say and now say. that might be it. If it specifically I, I said that, I mean, so that's... I rejected that part of of the Seichanoye, but the positivity uh -huh. parts, the parts about thinking positive about fellow humans, and one good part that it did tell me tell me was when you see someone unhappy projecting negativity onto others around them, even onto you, mm. then then you're supposed to love them back because love it's your neighbor. Yeah, kind of a, it is kind of a Christian idea to yeah. and, and not be angry idea. at them. Instead, think that they are also a child of God, whatever God is, mm. and that they you are no better than them. Mm. And I thought, well, yeah, that guy might just be having a bad day. Mm. Or he might genuinely be a dick, but maybe he wasn't a dick when he was a kid. Maybe when he was a kid, he was like mm. a really cool kid. Yeah. Like, you just don't know, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, that's, it's a very difficult issues you're wrestling it with. It is, that. it is, it is. So, yeah. like with uh, religion like, as why, well. Why do bad know? things happen to good people? And good and things happen to bad they, people. And if that's, if that's the way it's those, what kind of God would let those bad things happen to good people? See, this is the whole concept of God that basically... I, okay, where I'm at is I believe in a God, but the term God is not the way that people think of God. People think of God as Zeus sitting on a mountain with a long Big beard. Big white beard. And he's Maybe, does he have thunderbolts, a thunderbolt? Thunderbolts yeah. in his hand. He's like, he's like, these people do not worship me. I feel jealous and insecure because they're not praising me. I'm going to send... Uh, pestilence upon their village and kill them all? That's what the yeah, Old Testament is uh, Let me take your firstborn baby. I made these people. Yeah. I am perfect, but I made these people and they're imperfect, so I'm going to kill them all. But, what did, but weren't I they made in, within his, like, in his image? So that means that you're not perfect, God. So if you're not perfect, God, then who the fuck is perfect? Is science perfect? Is the universe perfect? Mm. Dude, I think that we have to take a break, ponder these bigger questions, Great time. and we are going to come back a little bit later, and a I kind of just just give us like a little time out. I want to see if the lizard's still out here because it was been tripping me out the whole time, man. All right, all right, guys, peace. Take a few minutes, meditate.